where there's a will, there's a way. Quite literally, Will Tidwell, a younger gentleman. I, wasn't, I, wish, and I, I wish I didn't have this big heart. People just do nothing but hurt. Anybody can dream the dream. Anybody can have a goal, but see. You're gonna be a neighborhood hero. You just keep shining, young king. Hey, what's going on, man? This is Will Z Tidwell with Speak Up Z. And you are now tuned into another episode of Speak Up Z, the podcast. Man, the podcast where we talk about real things with real people. Everything from life to business to mental health and everything in between. And as you can see, man, I got a very special guest with me here today, man. I'm a part of our Neighborhood Hero segment. Well, I kind of step off the camera. It's not about me, man. I, I, you know, y'all hear me enough, man. But I, I like to bring on people that are in their journey of entrepreneurship, of business, and of life. You feel me? And they come on and they just share their story, man. They talk about their journey. And they just inspire the ones that are coming up behind us, man. That's what it's all about. And so I got a very special guest, my guy, Chad. What up, baby? What's going on, brother? How you, you doing, doing good? Chilling, man. How you doing, yeah, man? Good, good, good to good. see you, baby. Just trying to make sure we, you know, got the mic off. We ready. Stuff we, we ready, good. bro. Because <laughs> when you get into it, don't be smacking yourself because I'll be doing that. <laughs> be ruffling. But we just got to, but yeah, man, we're going to have a great conversation. Most man. definitely. You know what definitely. I'm saying? But for the people that don't know you, you know, for the um, even though you're building an amazing brand, man, in the food industry, just tell the people a little bit about who you are, what you do, and how long you've been in the game. Well, my name is Chad Mackey. Um, pretty much, I've been in the cooking game for since 2015. Mm -hmm. um, pretty much been doing this since I was a little kid. I had to learn uh, how to cook when I was younger because my parents sometimes was going out of town doing business trips and stuff like that. Yeah. So most of the time, I would be at the house with my siblings and cooking for them and their friends. As so, a baby, you was a, cooking for the old. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Really? I was like six or seven years old cooking. Really? Yes. Usually yeah. it's the older sister or brother, you know right. what I'm saying, sibling that's doing all the cooking and taking right. care of us. You was looking out for the your right. older brother. So the, my older sister was gone already. She already moved out the house right. when she was older. And then uh, it was me and my, my uh, middle middle brother, my uh, older brother. Really? Yeah. And you was holding it down like Holding that. it down for him and his friends. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> was the food good? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was doing it. wasn't like your bologna sandwiches. Right, 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 right. It'd be like fried pork chops, uh, smothered fried chicken, Stop stuff it. like that. At, at eight, nine years at old. Eight, nine years Stop old. Stop it. Dead serious. Talk about that, though. Talk about the journey a little bit. Like, what was that defining moment for you when you was like, I got something? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, do you remember that moment as a kid in your childhood where somebody maybe poured into you and made that something that you were interested in? Was something you just kind of picked up one day and just knew you had a gift with cooking? Like, what was it? So, what really, when that really happened to I'll say, oh man, I got a gift. Yeah. It's like really when I got older. Yeah. Like after college life. Yeah. Um, I always loved cooking. I yeah. love hearing people, you know, response to it. I always love watching cooking shows, seeing what they do. My favorite TV show was uh, Great Chefs. I don't even know if it's still come on. Yeah, I don't think so. But yeah, Great Chefs was on Discovery Channel. I remember like it was yesterday. They'll show your appetizer, your meal, uh, main entree, and then a dessert. And so I was always fascinated with the art of people putting food together and stuff mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so I always thought that I wanted to be something like that. Really? In that sort. But not really because I always wanted to be a football player. So I thought that was my life. So he was torn between the yeah. two. Yeah. What, yeah. what was that moment when you was like, all right, that 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 main dream is not my dream anymore and you fully decided to go all in on this. Was it 2015 or was it before that? No, it was it was like later on. Like it happened recently, like whenever COVID happened. Really? Yeah. So basically my whole transition of everything is I was a college football player Played college and football, yeah. tore my ACL, yeah. my sophomore redshirt year, called football done. Because I'm one of them like, hey, listen, I tore my leg. I'm not finna. I'm not finna. I'm not finna go to rehab. <laughs> yeah, I, do. I mean, I did rehab, but I didn't do it for, for that reason. For that to come back. Yeah, yeah. I got you. 
And so um, I pretty much started doing a coaching career then. Like, I was like, okay, I can still be around football. So I started coaching in college as a student still and then went to UCA as an undergrad. I mean, as a grad student coach and um, done that, which was pretty fun. And all this time in between that, I'm mm -hmm. just still just cooking for fun, mm -hmm. you know, just cooking at the house. Whenever just a hobby. Yeah, just any type of, you know, Uncle Joe type thing going right. on, you know what I'm saying? Right. Threw some ribs on the grill, whatever. I'm going to a birthday party. Oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all need, oh, man, chicken cook, let them cook over here. So doing stuff like that, but nothing, nothing paid for. Yeah. Just, just for fun. Yeah. And then um, I got a job at Arkansas Heart Hospital. I was in Medfield, and then I started going back to school for being a nurse, uh, was a physical assistant. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be a PA. I'm going to go do that. Mm -hmm. Man, I went to school for that, and um, pretty much nothing was really working out while I'm still doing this cooking and stuff on the side. So one day I took food up to the hospital just for, you know, some leftovers. Yeah, just being nice. Yeah, and let people try. And I was like, man, these ribs are fire, bro. You need mm. to, you know, need to cook these. Mm. And I'm like, y'all just toot my horn, bro. I, I heard that plenty of times. Like, I heard people say my food, my food good, you know. And it was like, no, nah, no, nah, like, you really need to sell this. And I'm like, mm, I ain't never thought about this. Like, you really need to think about this. Yeah. And so it took one guy in the cath lab, which is where I worked. He asked, he's like, hey. Can you come to my house and cook for some of my friends of mine and you know some doctors coming over i need you to do some sides and stuff like that and i was like yeah i'll I go ahead and throw down yeah i'll do that no problem so i showed up that saturday cooked for him and his family and friends but he paid me and i'm like what's this for was this your first pay it's my first 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 wow. gig wouldn't even be i wouldn't even say a gig because i didn't you wow. know, expect it he was like no this is what you get and i was yeah. like bro i'm I'm doing this with fun. <laughs> like, yeah, like he was like, no, 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 take this. Yeah. And so he kept coming to me after and after that, and he started sending people, and it starts slowly turning into a business. So um, that's whenever that started hitting, you know, the moment. And I'm trying to get to your question because it's really a long No, you're fine. You're good. And so um, that started hitting, and then people was like, yo, hey, I need you to do a wedding. You do my wedding. I did my first wedding in 2017. Mm -hmm. um, I used to do barbecue competitions before that. When it's all first started, I started doing barbecue competitions, you know, came in like a couple of sixth place, second place, first place here mm -hmm. and there, you know, hit and miss in the top 10. Mm -hmm. And then um, I realized that I was wasting money just doing that. It was just more publicity <laughs> there, you know Than anything. Yeah, yeah. I need some paper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, that's when the caterers really started picking up and I started doing weddings. I did my first wedding in uh, 2017 and um, I ain't looked back since, bro. And I've been doing that while I maintaining my job at the same time. Yeah. So it was like a side gig. Yeah. Like a side hustle at the time. Yeah. And, um, you know, pretty much that happened. You, when you were working, you were working, still building this brand, now which is one of the, you know, one of the better brands in our state, right? Mm -hmm. Doing really, really well. And some right. people that started way before you. Right. But what was that? Because a lot of people talk about the success and they talk about how you got these contracts now yeah. doing, you know, you feeding thousands of people. Yeah. Right. And it's right. great. And it's right. cool. But talk about the other side of that real quick. When what was that defining moment of that journey that you really struggled with when it came to building this brand? Because then you get fired. No, they really pushed you out to really go and do this. <laughs> so well, that, that's yeah, that was the struggle. My struggle was actually letting go of my daily job. Yeah, I was. I'm the what last. Was, what kept you holding on to that for so long? Corporate, like just stable stability. Yeah, never knowing what my full potential is. Mm. Like not knowing what I really can do out mm. there. You know what I'm saying? Not Absolutely. Believe, not believing in myself. You was were you afraid? I was afraid. I was yeah. afraid to jump. Yeah. 
And I, I read the Steve Harvey book, Just Jump. I did, you know what I'm saying? I did everything that I felt like I needed to do. And, like, it, it never transpired in my head until they, COVID happened. And You had no choice. I had no choice. Yeah. How, how did that transition from your job end up actually happening, though? Like, what, what actually happened in that scenario? So what happened was, at that time, I was working on the food truck. I was, like, the utility man at the uh, hospital. So right. everybody loved me, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't, you know, no malicious person or like that. They didn't want to get rid of me. Matter of fact, my boss, you know, kind of teared up and everything. But um, pretty much, when I, like, when I got let go, it was just, you know, unexpected because COVID and the food truck had stopped going out. So, therefore, there was no point in me going out no more. And then they had a lot of people already working in the kitchen at the hospital. And plus, you wouldn't want to pay me that much money, you know, paying me that much money for being in the kitchen. They, they was paying me more than the normal cook or whatever. But, um, so they was like, man, we're going to furlough you. And then like the next week after that, the furlough, they was like, we're just going to end up letting you go. And I was like, wow. wow. So then <laughs> my mentality, the next week was like, okay, hmm. let's hustle these meal preps. Yep. Let's, let's, uh, go make these plates for people and drop them off at their houses. Yep. It's COVID. They can't get out the house. I don't care. I'm going to be the one you are. What? Yeah. Bro, I was hustling the next week. I'm talking about, I yeah. remember like it was yesterday, bro. Yeah. I had my nephew with me. I had a guy that used to work with me on a heart hospital whenever he get off work. Like, I was literally driving to Conway, Benton, Bryant, uh, Sherwood, Jacksonville, like dropping off plates at people's front door. Yeah. Like, it was, it was the, I ain't never seen myself hustle like that. But Man. It was just something that clicked in me, like, I can do this. Yeah, I can do it. And so I think that was the moment when I realized, I got this. Yeah. You know what, man? I got a friend, man. Um, man, I, I remember like it was yesterday, bro. He was going through it at this point in his life, bro. He was um, just he was like his 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 marriage was on the brinks. Yeah. Um, you know, he was working like you know dead end jobs. He hated, right? I think he was working at like Target at the time. You feel right. me? Like a cashier. And he had this vision of what he wanted to do with his life. Right. But he never, like you said, it was afraid. Yeah. I need stability. I need something safe. I need to know a chick coming every two weeks. Yeah. Not that I got to go hustle a chick. Right. He don't want to have to do that. Right. Until they fired him. Yeah. And they fired him for something so petty, bro. It was like yeah. something that you should have got like a slap on the wrist for. It should have right. been nothing to get fired about. Right. And he was just talking to me, bro. He was damn near in tears when we was talking that night. And I remember like it was yesterday. And, he, and I was like, man, I hate to say this. I hate to be that person. I said, but you know why that happened, right? I said, bro, you got, I said, you got a vision, bro. You've right. been talking about doing this forever. That's real. He's been putting this on your heart to do for so long, and he had to make you uncomfortable and push you away from that because you was never going to do it. That's a fact. I wouldn't. You feel me? Yeah. And now he's the CEO of one of the top nonprofits in the country. Yeah. But he would have never went into what he really wanted to do with his life if he would have kept on being safe and doing what made him feel good. So for you, bro, in that particular that brother long? Yes, sir. Yeah. How did you know that? <laughs> That's my dog. That's my boy. That's my dog, man. And I'm so happy for him now, man. He, shout he's out thriving, to Frank, bro. Shout, I, shout out to that guy. <laughs> like, he's thriving now. You know what I'm saying? A five all day, baby. Come on. Here y'all go. Don't <laughs> we'll start. Don't we'll start. But talk about this, though, bro. Yes, sir. From going to, like you said, hustling meal prep, going door to door, doing your thing in the middle of the pandemic, mm -hmm. to now building one of these top brands. Being a father, mm -hmm. right? Having a relationship, mm -hmm. right? And then also being a father to her kids as well, right? right? Those are your kids now. Right, right. How do you balance all that? How do you still make sure that despite all the hats you wear, you still have time for Chad? Because it, it happened quick. I ain't gonna say it happened overnight, but it happened right. fast. It, it kind of did, man. You feel me? Like you built a brand, a successful <laughs> brand that some people take years to do. You it, know what I'm saying? Like you really built it. It did. 
I, I, and that's the thing, bro. Like, Will, I'm, I'm way ahead of my five year planning. One hundred percent. I'm three years ahead right now. Yeah. Like, How do you not lose yourself in all that every day? Um, I don't know, man. I mean, God, bro. Honestly, like, just, just to keep it honest, like him in my, him on my side, and staying fruitful to him, and make sure I pay my tithes and everything. That's pretty much the only reason I feel like, hmm. you know, because even, bro, it's times like right now, like. Sometimes I'll be like, man, how is what I'm gonna do? I gotta figure this out. I got, yeah. you know, this over here, this over there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, boop, 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 boop. Wow. It just kind of fall in place for you. Every single time. Yeah. And I'm like, this wouldn't happen when I was at our heart, heart hospital. This wouldn't happen to me trying to be a firefighter. This wouldn't happen if I was a, a physical assistant. I mean, a physician assistant. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, four phone fire calls come through. Yeah. Hey, man, I need you to do this. Hey, I need you to come to Oklahoma. Yeah. Hey, I need. What? Every like, time you start start thinking and overthinking and worrying, it always seems to happen. Well, I'm now telling people in Broken Bow, hey, I'm booked. I, I, I'm telling somebody today they wanted me on the 21st to come down to Oklahoma for two days for their family, a girl's trip. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I can't do it because I'm going to be a U, UAPB homecoming. I'm doing for uh, doing something for the event for yeah. them. Two days. Listen, man, it's a good problem to have. It is a good problem. It's I'm, a good problem to have. I need to find me some chefs out there, though. That's For sure. For sure. <laughs> now we're talking expansion. Yes, sir. Absolutely. To my scale in now. Yeah. Absolutely. We're going to get to that part for sure because I want to know more about that. But, like, on more so for us as business owners, black men, right, doing what we do every single day, can you think of a time where maybe doing the work you do and having the, so many roles you have? where it kind of like took a toll on you? Can you think of an instance of like when you really just had to like slow down and focus on you? Yeah. Can you, can you share one of those memories and like yeah. talk about how hard it is, bro? Well, okay. Uh, going through my divorce okay. was really hard because um, I wasn't really being supported in a relationship at that time. But um, I maintain my fruitfulness and stuff to the Lord. Real fast. I'm sorry. Before you get into that, talk uh -huh. about that real quick. What's that? That ain't talked about enough. What's that? How... Us as black men, we're respected to support, right. provide, right. protect, and which we're going to do, right. without a doubt, unapologetically. Right. What exactly made you feel like you weren't being supported or that you wish you would have had more of? Right. We're not, and we're not bashing anybody. We're, right, just, right. we're just speaking our no, truth. No, I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So uh, pretty much like basically, man, when I was doing pop-ups, these events and stuff where people were coming out, friends, day one since A1, you know, A1 since day one, like all them people. They would come to my pop-ups and support and buy food, like buy food from me. They'll tell their friends, pop-ups jump in. Yeah. You know, it's just the yeah. spread of the word. Absolutely. But not one retweet, not one like, not one nothing, no support. You know what I mean? No re repost. Uh, absolutely. Not one of those. Not you show up to the event with, with my daughter. Like, none of that. Wow. And it took me, you know, filing for a divorce to literally get that. And it was too late at that time. And at that point, and that's what people don't understand. Us as men, we're so simple. Yeah. We don't ask for a lot. We don't. Bro, we don't. I don't really need you to pay for nothing for me, buy me nothing. Right. I just need you to, I just need you to help me. Yeah. You feel me? Because yeah. if you don't understand, the more you can help me, the more I can. And right. And that's so I take that as a coaching term. Like, that's why I be trying to, you know, coach, you know, teach my lady, coach my lady. Teach my lady is there's two different types of people on the field. Mm. You got your fullback mm -hmm. who's in the trenches, mm -hmm. going to block for you. Mm hmm or you got your cheerleader who's going to ride ride from the sideline. Mm -hmm. If you find out one of them, it don't matter which one you are. Just be one. Just be one. Yeah. Absolutely. Hands Absolutely. off. Absolutely. Hands on. Yep. Yep. That's all it is. Yep. You can choose one. I'm still going to support you. 100%. So. And then 
talk about that whole side. I read something the other day, bro. It was so good. It says for a man, when we tap out emotionally, mm-hmm. like when we tap out, like you said, like at that point it was too late. Yeah. Because I'm out of it mentally now. And that's the thing. Us men, bro, it take a long time for us take to take a long We give it a lot of chances. A lot of I chances. Was, I was, okay, I started going through changes probably, bro, she left the house probably three times. I started like since 2018 mm-hmm. and I didn't call quits to 2020. Two years. We try and try. Try and try. Yep. Went to legal counseling. Yep. She didn't agree with that because she they were people that was faith, you know, faith based. And then never try to set up regular counseling through people that, you know, that's just so what's the point? So what are we doing? Yeah. Wow. Wow. And what was that? And now how do you ensure like in your current relationship, like that we are giving that support to one another? Like is it just conversation? Is it being on the same page? Like how do you ensure like you know what? I don't want the same thing to happen, so I'm going to be more transparent and open going forward so you know this is what I need help with and hope right. that you can help me. So we communicate. Communication is communication is the key. 100%. Um, so basically what we do is we communicate each other, and yes, we still you know have issues and yeah, things. Absolutely. Everybody does. Both of us are in the best part of our lives to where we can open up and say, hey, this was wrong. Yeah. This is where we need to get back to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we both know both of our flaws and so both yeah we're still working 100 percent, still working 100 percent. you know you know and we are and again you know what bro i was gonna go a whole different direction but you're going this way so i'm gonna go with you <laughs> you know what i'm saying i think one of the hardest things for us is men because we can be prideful individuals yeah right definitely and after you went through what you went through and i'm sure that hurt you yeah having to do that divorce and having to you know not be in the same roof as your baby no more like right. i know that probably hurt right talk about that journey to allow yourself to open up again to love somebody else after going through that type of hurt. Talk about that. How hard was that for you? Or like what was that like? It was a it was a big learning curve, man, because you know, you go from having your child in the house and knowing how you moved around. And Absolutely. Stuff like you got that. a routine. Right, routine, you know what you do, you know your role, to all of a sudden the single role and you like, man, mm-hmm. I'm I'm out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden back to in relationship role yeah. and got to deal with new aunts coming, meaning like dealing with her, her kids, how she handles them and stuff like that. Absolutely. That was a big learning curve. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because she treats her kids different from the way I treat my kids. So, Absolutely. Um, not that that's wrong with the way she right, treats right. them. Just has a parenting style. It's just different, different parenting style. And uh, I had to adapt and adjust to that. That was a big curve. Yeah. But more for, you see, you're trying to avoid the question. More so you as a man. Oh. Talk about you being open up to trying to love again after you had went through that. Like, were you hesitant? Because for me personally, after I had went through something like that where I didn't feel supported, I didn't feel like you had my back, it was very hard for me to open up to another person. It was very hard for me to, like, try to be in another relationship because in my mind, I'm like, it's always going to be like this. Right, right, right. So was that ever difficult for you to open up to Erica? To, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? To really trust her? Like, it did was, it take a while? It was really not that difficult. Okay. Um, Because, truthfully, I mean, I had friends and stuff tell me, hey, man, you're moving on too fast. You're doing too fast. This, wow. this, and that. And I'm like, bro. I've been in this for two years. Like, I didn't already did my hurt. I, I didn't really tapped out. I, I tapped, <laughs> I tapped out, out a long, long time, ago. time ago. You like, feel me? They were like, well, I didn't been healed. You need to, yeah. They were like, you need to work on yourself. And I'm like, what does it do? You want me to become this person that puts over a shell and then become this person that I'm, you know, not supposed to be and 100%. don't want to be and the Lord is not looking at me like, yo, yo, this this ain't what I wanted you to do. Yeah. I don't want you to be out here and be this, this 
player or this, you know what I'm saying? So like, you never you never tried to become that. You never nah, tried nah, to that was that was early life. Man. You never tried to find healing through multiple women. You never nah, tried nah, to that, that was college life. That was never you. <laughs> <That> wow. Was, <laughs> you know what? And the most most men aren't mature enough to be able to do that. When mm -hmm. we dealing with stuff we hurt, we try to find peace and validation and fulfillment through other people and, and through the things we do and the things we have. And I, I read a sermon yesterday. He said, man, you had all of that. You didn't, you didn't indulge in all the success and all the women and all the sex and you still ain't happy. Right. And that's what a lot of men try to do. Right. And so I commend you, bro, for that because a lot of people don't have enough self-control to do that. Right, right, right. Something I struggle with. Right. You know what I'm saying? We Sometimes we searching for this happiness and this peace and things and it doesn't even exist there. Right. And you wondering why you're not happy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to pivot a little, just a little bit, bro, building a successful brand like you have, especially with your girl by your side, mm -hmm. that's not an easy thing. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about along that journey, a time where you just failed drastically? Like where as building this brand, it almost made you think about causing it quits. Like, have you had a moment like that yet? Ooh. That you were just like, you know what? Maybe I need to go back to the hospital. <laughs> like, have you had a moment like that? I haven't, bro. Really? That's that's honest truth. Wow. Because I mean, everything has just been happening like, bop, 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 like everything is going in order yeah. of what the Lord wants me to do. That yeah. I feel like I'm leading through Him. Hundred percent. So I haven't had a moment. I had some moments like, you know, dang, what I'm supposed to do next? But not like, man, I probably need to go back to corporate. What do you do? What do you do in those moments when you ask yourself, "What do I do next?" What do you do? Um. The hustling come hard. <laughs> yep, yep. Let's let's pick up let's pick up the peas. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, I ain't waiting on it to come to me. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Exactly. I go out there and get it. Um, but that's when you'll see the promotion come in, meal prep or something, or you know, just bringing stuff back. But uh, no, I really haven't. I really haven't. I had people help me all along the way. Been blessed to run into who I ran into and meet people that want to help me. Absolutely. Um. Want to encourage the business and want to want to see Smackies do great. Yeah. Um. Man, I, I mean, I'm just like everybody else out there that's trying to uh, move along and grow a business. I mean, there's contracts that I didn't get and there's contracts that I did get. So. I'm so glad you said that. That's my next question, bro. Talk talk about that because a lot of people listen to me and watch this show that are you know aspiring cooks want to build a, a food brand, want to be in that same industry you in. Talk about like because now you starting like you, we was on the phone the other day, you know, not to put your business out there, but like you now you can where you, you know, getting securing you know large contracts right with big entities right. Can you kind of give them the blueprint? You don't have to tell them exactly how you did it per se, but if you can, yeah. How can somebody go about building that long term security in a brand where they know? I got this contract coming in where I know this because that's what we all want is stability in our brand. Right, right, right. We don't have to go out and keep hustling gig to gig. We want to know every time I wake up, I know we're making this much money. Right. I know this contract going to be there. Can you kind of give them a blueprint of how they can go about doing that in your respective industry? Yeah. How's that, um, how's that happen? In my perspective industry, you basically want to create a brand, Yep. Uh, establish yourself, set yourself different from everybody, um, never compare yourself to somebody in state or anywhere mm -hmm. um i mean me myself i uh got a homeboy out in georgia that's a chef that does the same thing i do mm -hmm. but we always feed off each other right I always communicate with him and see hey how did you handle this or how would you handle this in a situation like that find you somebody you can always that's in the same career as you that you can basically um how you be what follow up on or somebody you can ment like mentor you and stuff like that 100%. i would definitely recommend that 100%. uh two 
there's always jobs around in the state, government, city, all that. Yeah. Go about seeing what you can do for your city, uh, your chamber of commerce. Always holler at your chamber. I live in Montmel, uh, so Montmel will be my chamber. But Little Rock and North Little Rock and Sherwood have all reached out to me, want to be a part of their chamber. Yeah. But I just haven't made that step yet. Yeah. So once you join them, then are they like putting they'll, you directly yeah, in contact they'll, they'll with they'll opportunities? Yeah, you and stuff like that. But yeah. I'm all I'm. I'm the type of person. I'm all about me. Hundred percent. Like so, yeah. I see you got such and such over here, and you got them in this restaurant and this this catering. But like, well, what what do you what are you gonna do for me? Yeah, that's what I'm. Because you want ask. me to pay you this bread. I'm gonna just... pay you money. What you gonna do for me? Like, 100%. how many gigs you gonna help me get? Because I can do that myself. Hundred percent. So that's that's a, that's between if you want to come up with that stuff. But me, nah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, there's always stuff you can do for Pulaski County. Um itself uh whether that's you know the um, cooking for um the, the the health department or doing stuff for um what's the highway highway department construction workers all that so yeah it's always something to do for the community yeah and giving back so definitely and then school stuff too man absolutely like after school programs absolutely definitely that's that's easy quick bread absolutely so um yeah, and then homeless and stuff like that. I've yeah. done stuff with some uh, sheltered people and stuff too. So and they and they actually like took care of you for oh, doing that. Oh yeah, definitely. Really, definitely. So so basically, what I'm hearing is if you can find, basically, what well, y'all know that you know number one rule of business. If you can go find where there's a need, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you can find where like you know that these people got to eat. Right. They got to eat. The kids got to eat. Right. This organization got to eat. Right. These you know this team of people got to eat. How can I? navigate and like what's your number one tip when you're networking and when you're meeting new people like what's the number one thing in your mind when you're trying to go out just meeting new people so you can make sure your brand is in front of them like what's one of the main things you're trying to to be honest with you us yeah african-americans yeah um there's some people out there that do catering and stuff and and they're not legit Hmm. so that's what i would when you say legit what you mean uh like all the stuff that they need paperwork wise paperwork wise taxes all that stuff so permits, all that. So that's what I would definitely recommend to the next person up under me. Like, make sure you legit. They out here still hustling. They out here still hustling, but you taking cash from people. If you want to get to the big courts, you gotta you gotta get your stuff. You gotta be legit. Hundred percent. And so, ain't nothing wrong with starting out hustling because you started out there. Correct. But when you got to a certain level, I, I gotta get this together. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Exactly. Hundred percent. Because I had a lawyer coming behind me. <laughs> yep, yep. That's why I need to tighten up. You hear me? <laughs> they, they give me everything I own. Nah, seriously. Nah, seriously. Nah, bro. That's real. a real conversation. But why do you think most people never want to like actually take the proper steps? Either they haven't been taught, or they don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. And then some people just want to just just the hustle, hustle. And it's sometimes, you know, you just trying to hustle, hustle keeps you from getting the hustle, hustle. Mm-hmm. Meaning like it's taking you, it's going to take you to get to long, you know what I'm saying, to get where you want to be. Like, man, like if you actually do what you're supposed to do, yeah. you can be making more money than what you're making right there as a chump change. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. But if you want to skip the steps and you want to do that, then, you know, you keep on just hustling. Right. 100%. Right. And, man, for the people that, that, that couldn't really hear, but repeat that one more time because this, this man <laughs> is, is hell. And we'll edit this part out. So, well, repeat is, that real quick for them. So, basically, what takes people, you know, hold people back from getting to where they want to be to A to B, um, pretty much they need to learn to 
take that hit up front. Yeah. Like paying your dues, being legit, paying through state taxes, paying, being legit through the state, having a real LLC. Um, all the good work. Like I got, I got my own tax person. Like I'm legit. Like I got a lawyer. Like everything, bro. Yep. I, I'm a, I'm, I'm my own corporation. Absolutely. I'm a real walking corporation. Everything. Oh yeah, everything. Wow. So, pretty much, you gotta go legit. You yep. have to be legit. And yeah, I started off hustling, like for the first year or two. Mm-hmm. But once you get to the level, you you got to get, to get some real yeah. paper. Exactly. So go and pay the couple racks up front. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna hurt. Permit only costs thirty five dollars. Right, you legit now you can cook anywhere you want. Yep. Well, a real culinary kitchen, but yeah, as long as you got the three sink apartment or whatever, you know, wash dishes and all that kind of stuff, hot water, refrigerator, freezer, you can cook pretty much yep. wherever that is, that establishment is. I uh, ran a kitchen off of West Markham right now, and I'm um, pretty much stationary at a commercial kitchen, a ghost kitchen is what they call it, but I'm legit. Yeah, I can go anywhere I want to with my food. Yeah. Cause I got like the the right support and you know systems and stuff of uh, procedures that I need to be able to cook food. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, man. And that, I think that's something that so many people need to hear because they say I want to start a business and I want to yeah. do this and I want to do that, but you have no idea what all you got to invest right. in to make this happen. Right. You feel me? Yeah. And like you said, yeah, it is gonna be you gonna to take a hit. Yeah. You gonna to have to spend some paper. Yeah. To get everything in line. Right. But it's gonna be so worth it. But just like, just get the basics. Like, get the business license and the permit first. Just get that. That's first. a simple thing. Absolutely. That's, you only spend what probably two hundred fifty dollars total overall mm-hmm. with your LLC and uh, the permit. Yep. And the business license. Yep. It's easy. Yep. And as you continue to grow, then you can see reinvest. Right. And then also, if you don't want to do it yourself, get pay somebody to do it. Yep. Somebody will do it for you. Like, uh, my CPA do stuff for me. Um. Yeah, my CPA do everything for me, pretty much. Yeah, I don't handle my payroll. Yeah, she do. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Talk about that, bro, because I just did a whole episode about that last week about like we think we saving money when we don't delegate, right? And when we don't ask for help in certain areas of our Shoot. company, we try to do everything ourselves. You think you saving money, but in reality, you losing money yeah. because you trying to spread yourself so thin, you can't really give your all. So your in your instance. If you were trying to do the payroll, you were trying to oversee your team, you was trying to set up all the events by Man. yourself, trying to do the security boards that your girl do. Like right. you were trying to do everything you do. Right. That would take away from your cooking. Exactly. Your food might not be and as good. And the product wouldn't be as good. Exactly. And I wouldn't be able to hit the road and go to Oklahoma Come on and, now. and cater for people. I wouldn't be able to go on vacations and, you know, just everything. Like, nah. We're stretching ourselves too thin right. thinking we're saving a couple of dollars. Definitely. But in reality, you lose it because if you do something and the quality not there, that person not calling you to come back. Exactly. And they're going to spread the word about exactly. that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Talk exactly. about how important that is. Like, just letting go of the range of things and being able to ask for help in your business. Listen, I used to be so stubborn with that. Yeah. Uh, real talk. Like when I first started back, probably 2020, um, I used to pay people, you know, to help me, but I definitely tried to do as much as I can to keep from overhead being uh, so high. But man, honestly, this year, no, not this year, last year was the first time I hired my first employee and now I'm at six employees, man. And it's the best thing ever. Yep. Like I'm literally, I don't have to do nothing. I can, my wiggle, money, my, I can wiggle my toes. My money is making money for me. I love it. Yep. I love it. I yep. literally don't even have to go in and do my contract, bro. Like my contract work no more. I literally have, you know, people that handle that. Hundred percent, bro. This guy just got to make sure the food is there. Yeah, I just got to make sure it's there. <laughs> I'm gonna still do my yeah. part, but like I don't have to do everything. But eventually, I'm gonna have somebody that do the stock boy. And Absolutely. Do that. And I ain't got to do that no more. Absolutely. So. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Best thing ever happened to me, man. 
is when I ain't got to edit this show no more. Yeah. I don't got to do the graphics no more. I, I can just be the I can just be the creative that I am. Yeah. I can just run it. Yeah, that's the best feeling in the world. Man, I, I want everybody to get to that level though. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. But it takes a certain level, a certain level of, of humility. Yeah, planning, right? Exactly. Budgeting, but a lot of people don't get that. Yeah, and you think you're saving bread, but you're really hurting your brand. Right. You're not. Right. You ain't. You're not. You're not doing what you think you're doing. Right. But and pivoting to, from that real, real fast, like, you know, something that keeps lingering in my head is what you said earlier about being the baby of the family. Yeah, you was the one cooking the meals, mm-hmm. doing your thing for the family. Is there a favorite meal that to this day is like your go-to? Like, if you just really gotta knock somebody's socks off, what's that meal you just gonna really? Well, how long prepare? I got to cook? You got, um, man. Listen here, I love I mean, eat, so you got unlimited time. I got limited, but I mean, I, I can cook different. Like, like go quick, go ten quick minute, meal, thirty minutes, or yes. an hour. Give me all of them. Give me one for each. Okay, ten minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna knock go-to. out ten minutes. I'm gonna knock out a nice steak with some asparagus, roasted potatoes, or I can go. Um, I knew I should have pretty done much uh, today. candy candy carrots uh, with like a mashed potato puree. Um, man, I could do it and then you know pipe it up real nice and everything. But I can do that in ten minutes. Lord, or sit up. Uh, thirty minutes. What can I knock out in thirty minutes? Yeah, what could you knock out? I ain't know you could do steak <laughs> in ten minutes. That's... Oh yeah, you can do steak in ten minutes. Wow. Yeah. Um, thirty minutes, man. I can knock out. What's a 30-minute dish that's pretty good? I could do, you know, something like fried fish and spaghetti. Mm-hmm. That's a fire dish. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be gourmet. It's going to be looking all fancy and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Um, or I could do a nice, good seared salmon with, um, like, a veggie melody. I love doing that. That's, like, with zucchini, grape oh, tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> zucchini grape tomatoes I'm coming to your house tonight bro. oh yeah yeah it's a nice mixed dish and then i like my favorite other mediterranean dishes um basically like cilantro lime rice yeah with uh, a grilled chicken breast seared and then thrown in the oven yeah. you finish off and then do some nice like roasted potatoes with that man that that's, sounds so delicious that's a nice dish i like doing and then making my own tzatziki sauce um from scratch like that's, the chutney sauce that's fine no, tzatziki sauce. I do make my own. Uh, I thought you were talking about the chutney sauce from tzatziki. Are you talking about it's called a tzatziki sauce? Yeah, like the like yeah with the cucumber. Whoa, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> with Greek bro. yogurt. I know cucumber. your family would be happy. Oh, uh, like well, see, that's the thing. That's the she would probably tell you, man. It, he don't cook it all. Like I don't, when I get home, bro, I will be tired. Like I, it's the same way. Like I don't want to talk. I but don't it like is talking. it is days where I get into it with my bag. Like I come home, yeah. and be like hey, what you want? Right. Yeah, I get in my bag and do stuff. Yeah. But uh. The last answer, the last one, the hour, man, which it probably won't be a little more. Let's just say the long dish. Um, I would say it is my seared um, beef ribs, short beef, short ribs. What I do basically is uh, braise it in some tomato space sauce, uh, garlic, and, you know, basically uh, celery, carrots, all that, and then some red wine in the sauce, let it marinate on top of the the Dutch oven, and then falling uh, off the bone, ain't it? falling off the bone, and oh get done, and then do it with some mashed potatoes, and then the rest of the carrots and stuff that was also slow cooked with it. That sounds delicious. That's, that's probably my favorite dish to cook. That sounds delicious, bro. I, yeah, man. It, but you said something so big about like once we get home, we ain't trying to do that. It's yeah. the same thing. I talk all day, yeah. so when I get home, I ain't trying to talk on the phone. 
I've been doing this all day long. I'm not gonna talk. That's pretty much man. I don't think people want to do their job at home. Right, like, I don't want to do that. If, if you know, if you was dating a nurse, I'm pretty sure the nurse come home. She don't want to come home and pass nobody up. Yeah, <laughs> don't want to do that. No, like, don't want to ask no questions. And 100%, stuff. 100%. I haven't seen consent forms all day. You feel me? You feel me? Like I don't want to do that. And that kind of go back to that that making time for ourselves and making and making sure we have that balance. Like. Definitely. You know, like you can't get mad at me for that. I got to take some time for me, if, especially if you want me to show up as the best version of myself. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But speaking to that, like how you cook for your family and those are your favorite meals, you know, you know, you had a a, a brother that's no longer with us, right, right? right? How old were you when he when he passed? Uh, I was about 16. Okay, you was about so you were still in high school. Yeah. Like junior year, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Did you ever get a chance to cook for him? I did. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we when got he pretty was close. Younger. Huh? We y'all pretty close? Oh, yeah. yeah was, that was my boy. Like, yeah. when we was younger, we used to fight a lot because he was only, what, six years older than me? Right. But uh, when I got older, that was my boom cone. Yeah. Like, he was uh, <laughs> he was letting me come, you know, with him whenever he moved back home. He moved back home. It was lit. So, he was always, you know, playing basketball on the road. He played for uh, college, the out-of-state. Mm-hmm. And then when he moved back home to finish up his senior year yeah. and went to UCA, it was it was lit. Yeah. Because – now that's big bro. I'm in high school. That's big bro. Like we, we right there. out in the street. What's we up? Right there, absolutely. <laughs> Can you talk about how he kind of shaped your journey? Did he? What part did he, you feel like he played? And maybe even losing him played yeah. in what you do today. Who the man you are? The type of father you are? Do you feel like he played any type of pivotal role man, in any of those? I things? hear that a lot from my close cousin. He said that same thing to me, uh, and it it almost brought me to tears. But I I do agree with my cousin on that. I do think. Aaron's being like passing away from me kind of made me have that go getter in the career that I hmm. do now, hmm. and make me you know be the like push hard for the way I am. One hundred percent, definitely. One hundred percent, definitely. Because I know he see me. You he know, see what I'm saying? he see you, and so I'm always trying to make him happy. Yeah, for sure. I said that so, the other day. I said, man, you you need something to keep you going when the time when 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 you really ain't got nothing left to give. Oh yeah, you need something to somebody. Oh yeah, he always the motor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, do you. Man, how was it growing up for you though? Right, I know I talked to your sister about it, like how it was her being raised, but like for you personally, how yeah. was it for you? Well, you know, I was the baby, so I was a little, a little <laughs> spoiled, right, man. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't do no wrong. Yeah, the only person that punched me in the house was my daddy. Yeah, because my mama, she was always—I mean, she she'll give me a slap or two inside the head whenever I got out of line. I raised my voice or something, but other than that, it was, it was the pops. You know, yeah. he had to keep me humble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um. I was a mama's boy, yeah. But now you'll probably say that I'm a, I'm a, I don't know. You'll probably say I'm both now. Yeah. But um, pretty much, man, my coming up was, you know, spoiled. Uh, got to do what I want. Yeah. I went, you know, whenever I had wanted to go out with the friends or something, I, I asked and I got to, yeah. you know, spend yeah. the night old friend's house, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, pretty had much of that freedom. Yeah, yeah, because I was I know, on I the baby the too, but I was spoiled too, bro. Yeah, kind of yeah. had my way. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? I was free running. For sure. For yeah. sure. And you know what? Very similar stories with us too, bro, because my dad, you know, been working for himself for 35, 40 years. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And I think that entrepreneurship spirit is just in my bloodline, right? Yeah. My sister worked for herself. I work for myself. You know what I'm saying? My other sisters are creative. So, like, do you feel like your parents own their own company for 30 plus years? Man. Your sister's an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. Like, do you feel like that's just in your bloodline? Like, and then seeing your parents get up every day. Building their own brand kind of inspired you also to build yeah, your own stuff. It, it it definitely helped a lot of saying I can do it. Yeah. 
they doing you it. You saw it every day? Yeah, I saw it every day. Did you uh, ever go help out in the office and man, stuff? Man, I had to most of the time. <laughs> I hated it. Because it was taxes. Want... I know that was boring. Man, man. what? I sitting... know that was terrible. Man, sitting at the insurance office. Oh, man, insurance. That's yeah. what it was. Excuse me. Sitting, filling out forms and stuff and calling people. I didn't want to talk on the phone to random people I don't know. Yeah. Like, nah. like how, do, how do those those things they had you doing back then, how does that help you now, though, as an entrepreneur? Oh man, you, you gotta like work. Yeah. If you want to eat, you yeah. gotta work. Yeah. I, I hear that in my, in my dad's voice right all now. the time. Still to this day. hundred <laughs> percent. We hated it back then, but it embedded something deep in us though. Yes. hundred percent. Definitely. If I if I want to do what I want to do, I gotta work. So to that young Chad, bro, right? Mm-hmm. And I want you to think about something. I want you to be thinking about, you know, what we call food for thought as we get ready to wrap it up. Yeah. To that young Chad, right? Or to that young entrepreneur that wanna build a food brand, wanna build any brand, yeah. wanna do something with their life. Right. What piece of solid advice would you give them that you wish you may have would have had when you were younger? What was something you really want to tell them? If Ooh. you could say anything, like to just really wrap it up, full for thought, perfect segment for you. What is it? What would you tell them? Jump. If you got something going and um, it's really out there and people loving your product, whatever it is, if it's food, hair, shoes, design, uh, if you're scared and you're doing corporate world, man. From my advice, I'll work hard, corporate world, until it's to this time. And you'll know when it's time. You'll, you'll know, know when it's time to leave. Oh, yeah. 100%. I, kn- I knew when it was time, but I just didn't want to. Mm. And then I just got <clears throat> pushed out there. Yep. So, um, man, I would say jump. And if you love doing what you're doing, man, find that passion, what you love doing, do it. Yep. Do it. Yep. Definitely. Yep. And last but not least, man, you know, what can we expect coming up? You know, going forward for the Smackies brand, like we got some exciting things coming up in it's the works, some things that you got coming. Like, what are some of those those <laughs> goals that are still on that five year plan that you haven't even been able to get to yet, or that you're uh, working on? So, um, if you can, if you can share, yeah, I can share. Um, going to have my own um, place, own building. Amazing. It's going to be my first catering hub, which is the first startup of the first within the five years. So I'm gonna have my own catering hub in Central Arkansas. Tell us about what that is a little so bit. So basically, that's like my own kitchen, and I'm gonna be able to pull up and have bands, buses, whatever, and go take food to different venues whenever we got stuff like different weddings, multiple weddings, uh, so multiple, multiple things going on in a day. Yes, we can be yeah. able to. We gotta have the capacity to handle it. Yes, sir. Oh, that's dope. Yes, sir. That's gonna be the first startup. Um, that's gonna be coming soon. Yeah, just got approved for it. Yeah, so that's amazing, bro. No, yeah, Happy sure. for you, bro. <laughs> for sure. That's hard. That's hard. <laughs> and uh, we plan on. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. We got. We plan on doing one in Northwest Arkansas and one in South Arkansas. So I can basically be all part of Arkansas and sew it up for the. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's amazing, man. Oh yeah, that's amazing, man. But just tell the people real quick where can they find you if they want to get in contact with you and do business with you. What's the best way to go about that? And uh, man, just you know, just give them the best, you know, the plug. Man, you can find me on Smackies on Instagram, yep, underscore, or you can find me at Chef Smackies Instagram, TikTok, (laughs) Twitter, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Chef Smackies on all platforms, pretty much. Absolutely, yes, absolutely, man. They want to do business with you. What's the best way to go about that? Um. Basically, seeing the same all platforms, and then you'll see my link tree up under there. Uh, I have a toast link you can do request for catering, meal prep, go to my website, anything. Pretty much do teaching eats. We go to people's house and teach them how to cook food uh, while drinking wine. We also do charcuterie. We do everything, man. I mean, we go to the house, set up, yeah. we travel. We go yeah. to Dallas. We go to Houston. 
Miami. We've been all over. I Absolutely, love it. man. I love it, man. I love it, bro. Man, yeah. I think me and you could talk all day, bro. As you know, you know, oh, yeah. so we'd have some very powerful conversations. And I think this is just a part one. Oh, you yeah. know, just to let the people just know who you are for the ones that don't know, because yeah. a lot of them they don't know they are going to know. Right. And um, yeah, man, do you got any final thoughts, man? Anything you want to say before we get out of here? Man, though? I love what you're doing, brother. I Keep doing it, bro. it influences me. Um also on your page, man. I use I think I use your voice probably once or twice on some of my, <laughs> my uh my reels or whatever. I appreciate it, man. But um it's definitely spoken words and it's stuff that people need to hear, man. Appreciate Motivation. It, uh it's not just Deion Sanders out there. It's nah, people nah, like nah. Will Tidwell out 100%, there. You know 100%. <laughs> I'm gonna be bigger than Deion. <laughs> exactly. yeah, see, I got my glasses on. <laughs> exactly. nah, What's good over? But yeah, that's dope though. That's dope though, man. Um bro, again, I just appreciate you coming through, bro. You yeah. know, blessing the people, man. Um adding value to them. I mean, this is the first of many, um, yeah. man. But just be sure y'all tap in, man. Follow my go on all social media platforms. We're gonna put the links in the bio, um, and in the description, man. But until next time, man. Let's speak up, Z the podcast. I love y'all. Peace. That was good, brother.